It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, my dear lovely souls, and thank you for joining us this evening. You're tuned in to three-time national award-winning POET Radio, and this is Hot Topic Tuesdays, and you're hosted tonight by Miss Benita Offset, Steph Seas, and myself, Matt Spezia. And tonight we got a really important topic tonight. So we're doing a continuation from our last episode. We're going to be talking specifically about Trump's policies and what we can expect on both a national and international hegemonic level. And then we're going to be talking, because of past events, what overt racism these policies may inspire, because that's something that we simply cannot allow he gets swept under the rug. But before we delve into this topic, we want to check in with our team tonight. Ms. Benita, how's your week been? Oh, it's been great. I had a very nice holiday. I spent time with my family that I don't get to see that often because she lives so far away. <clears throat> so I'm very, very much enjoyed myself, and I also feel very relaxed. I got a chance to, you know, get some R&R during the holiday. I'm not um, all that excited about the concept of, um, you know, celebrating something bad that happened, but um, I do not feel bad about taking a day off and spending time with my family. Not at all. Definitely. Well, I'm glad you got to see your family and enjoy your holiday. And um, it's something that we do. Did you have a good holiday or a good, you know, it's been a couple weeks since we talked to each other. Um, I was very blessed to be able to go home. Um, I got to spend time with my family, got to meet all the new kids. We added five babies to the family since the last time I was home. So. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Somebody was busy. Stereotypical Italian family. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and just, I've still got probably three days worth of leftovers up in my fridge. I was a college kid <laughs> home for the holiday night. Okay. That cliche. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking this. And, oh, that. Oh, that whole plate. Mm, that's that's in my fridge now. <laughs> right. And what about you, Dempsey? How was your week? Well, you know, bro, I can't complain at all. You know, I had a blessed, um, blessed holiday. You know, I actually got a chance to to hang out. You know, did a few things. You know, of course, I'm way up in Florida, so I wasn't around my family and everything. So that was one of the, the sad parts. But you know, it was it was still cool. You get to eat and every, you know, you're looking at me, you could tell, you know, eating is one of my hobbies. <laughs> so, you know <laughs> Hey, I'm a food conscious, so that's what it is. But I enjoyed the holiday, you know, and just just a chance to, to relax for a little bit. Just to relax and be with friends and stuff, you know. That was all right, you know. And also we actually on Facebook Live as we speak also, you know, how we do it. We keep it we keep it all the way live, so Shout out to everybody that's um, checking in on Facebook Live. I see your queen of men in the building. We got POET taking over already. For those that's tuning in live on Facebook, you're tuning to the three-time national award-winning POET radio. This is 
Hot Topic Tuesday with myself, Dub C's, right here live on Facebook. We got Bonita in the building. You know, you know Bonita? Yes, I'm still here. Hey, everybody. How are you? We got Bonita in the building. We got my man, Matt Stasia, in the building. What's up, Matt? Matt, talk to Facebook Live for me. Oh, man, I'm blessed to be here in Facebook Live. Shout out to every one of you tuning in. Make sure you share this video. It's on the bottom right-hand corner so all your friends can join in on our conversation. That's what's up. I'm looking for it right now. I got to go to Dub's page. Let's see. That's how I got to share it, huh? That, hey, that's where it is. We're right here on Facebook Live. Well, it's a good thing you accepted my friend request, Dub. <laughs> 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 I had to. <laughs> I know they put a um they they forced you, huh? No, I was I was on friend request. I, I <laughs> oh, that's how I ride. <laughs> okay, I, I, I will share it with my family as soon as I get as soon as I find it. Okay. I told me I had to. I'm just. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get into our topics tonight because we got a lot to talk about. Um, first of all, I want to I want to get the team's general reaction to the overall rhetoric behind Trump's policy, and then um, using Politifact's top ten um, campaign promises from Donald Trump, we'll get more into the specifics of his policy. But Miss Benina, what is your initial reaction to the president-elect's promises? Well, you know, probably if I'm going to be on the Hot Topics Tuesday host, you know, if I'm going to be one of the hosts, I probably should start watching TV, huh? Part of the problem is I do not watch TV. I read books and I talk to my friends. So thinking about some of the things that other people have said or things that I've seen on Facebook, which I don't know how true this is, you know, maybe you guys can kind of help me out with that. But one of the things that I've noticed is um, the alt-right have submitted their bids on being part of his cabinet. And, of course, the alt-right is cold or um, covert for the white supremacist racist, uh, Ku Klux Klan. So that's what um, – so they've submit, submitted their bid, bid for his cabinet. And um, so there's been all these announcements about – you know, racist cabinet members. Uh, I don't know. Like when we talked about it last last time, I think I was saying, "Well, I don't know. I'm really not all that scared. I think that it's going to cause people to unify better." And I'm still feeling the same way. So I don't know. Maybe there's some things that I might hear you all say, and then I can react to them a little bit better. But man, I'm, I, 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 I'm not a what do you call it? I'm not. I'm not scared. I'm not weary and shaking in my boots. I'm not trying to run to Canada tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still just going to the plantation every day, you know, living my life, taking care of home, taking care of kids. Like they say, politics is mostly local, right? So there's a lot um, less that we think about, at least for me, on that way national level. It's like I got to deal with home. I got to deal with home, but I think that's all part of design. Keep me focused on home so I won't be focused on the other. So I'm glad that you bring it to our attention tonight. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, we'll get into these. And part of it, it it might be good that you don't watch TV and don't read the news. Because uh, my girlfriend's a big reader. And she's like, what do you read for fun? And I go, 
the news, and she's like, no, nah, seriously. <laughs> so it might be it might be good to get you know just a gut reaction type person because I'm always over here with like I got this source I got this over here so we're really excited to have you join the team and bring your viewpoint to it but yeah some of these stuff is directly going to affect the home I know I really like that saying a lot of politics is local but the problem with local balloting is that it's the most em- empty voted um, thing in the nation is your local offices is one of the most empty balloted things. So we might get it. We might be able to get into the participation in the local scene. Uh, Dub C's, what was your just initial reaction when you found out that the president-elect was going to be Donald Trump, and specifically onto his policy? All right. First off, I got. I have to. I have to say. Um, first off, not jumping off the topic, but I have to say this. Um, that I think Hot Topic Tuesday, with with you being added, Bonita, I think that's a it's a bonus to us because. If we all had the same, if we all did the same thing, we all thought the same, then it would be no reason for us to have a hot topic because we'd always agree, we'd always have the same thing to say. And everybody, I feel that the fact that you don't, you know, you, you do it you do it your style. That's what you bring to the table. I'm I'm one of those out front, I'll say anything. That's what I bring to the table. And Matt is one of those, he'd go and do, he'd dig and get the statistics down to the point. That's what he brings to the table. So collectively, join together, we become one-fourth. So, you know, it's, it's probably, like you say, it's a good thing that you don't get into it like that because the fact that you don't, what you hear and what, what, what others are saying, you know, you get the feed on it right at that moment from your heart because you, you haven't sat and listened to it and thought about it and thought about it. So you speak directly from the heart. So, sis, we're glad to have you among us, and I guarantee you, it's a bonus. It's a bonus. That's, it's a bonus. I really love your appreciation, and I so appreciate you for appreciating me. And I know it may sound cliche or a little redundant, but it's true from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, and, no. um, and And you're always so warm, like, you know, just like how you look like a nice teddy bear. Whenever <laughs> I see you, I'm going to give you a big hug. Thank you so <laughs> much, bro. All right, but but to answer Matt's question, I'm gonna be honest. You know, when I first when 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 I saw who was running for president, you know, I was I kind of lost interest in everything. I was like, well, you know, just to be honest, you know, everybody said, oh, Hillary's a liar. Oh, Trump's this. You know, they both the same. They both are liars. They both do things that's ridiculous. They both crooked. So the one thing that kind of got me was all of the antics. Trump was pulling it, and part of me kept saying, Trump know how to play it. He know that if he, if I go out here and I say, ah, blah, 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 I don't like black people, blah, 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 I'll get majority of the um, the racist people to vote for me. He knew what to do. Like, 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 um, like Bernard said last week, well, two weeks ago, Bernard talked, Trump is a businessman. His strategy was, I need the votes from all the racist people. So I'll go out here and I'll play the racist card. Ah, da, da, I don't like it. I need the votes from here, so I'll go play that card. And his strategy worked. When I learned that he was becoming the president, he was actually going to be the president, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Now, are we really going to – we going to get shipped off? You know, they got a hell of a fight on their hands because there's a lot of us that just we, – we're not, we not going to pick no cotton. That's just bullshit. You know, we're not going to pick no cotton. Okay. Uh-huh. So – my first, my 
my first reaction was like, oh, my God, you know, what's about to happen? But then I calmed down because so I said, you know what, ain't nothing going to happen no more than what's already been going on. We've been dealing with racism and everything that everything that Trump brought to the to the front. We've been dealing with that all our lives anyway. So what's the need of what's the use of getting in an uproar and panicking? Oh, I'm going to Canada. You gonna go to Canada for what? To be treated the same way he was treated here? I mean, what's the difference? So I kind of calmed down on it. And the more I don't, I'm not political, and I don't sit and watch it like yeah, yeah. Most people watch it like it's a football game. I don't. But I have come to the conclusion that some of the things Trump said, he said it just to get a reaction, just to get a vote, because he's, he's mild, he, he, he's gotten kind of mild, he's slowed down a lot, and a lot of the things that he said, you know, is kind of different. But what I still see is, just like she pointed out, his cabinet that he's putting together, there's a lot of people that in the past have made racial slurs, racial comments, and been known to be part of those type of societies that, well, we don't like this kind. We don't like gays. We don't like black. We don't like men. And for him to put them in powerful positions, that's a question mark. That's a red flag. Why would you, if you don't have those intentions, why would you pick somebody that does have that intention and give them a little power? You are, the cops already have power. Isn't that enough? But you want to take it a step higher. So it's a concern, but at the same time, Hey, we've been dealing with it. The only thing it did, only thing we have to do now is prepare to deal with it at a different level. That's about it. Definitely. Um, and I really like your point, Dubs, on the fact that he's appointing people who in the past have made extremely racist rhetoric. Um, look at his Secretary of Education. Um, she is a known affiliate of white supremacist groups. She does not denounce her support from white supremacist groups. And, and I know this might irk some people, but she is a pure creationist, which means that she will not allow any kind of evolutionary thought into the public schools. And I'm not saying that there, was, that there was no creationist spark, but there is clear evidence that we have evolved over time. We've gotten you know, bigger. Our bone structure has gotten less dense. Our craniums have increased in size. Like, we can see this kind of scientific evidence. Like, we knew this, and I want to say it was 1848, the Scopes Monkey Trial. Um, and we determined that this was legal to teach, you know, scientific thought. And the fact that we want to take that step back in education, along with having these kind of racist and bigotry rhetoric, is, is really dangerous. Yeah. I agree. I agree. For those that tune in here, on Facebook Live, you're, you're tuning in. And tonight our topic is, we, the last time we was on, we was touching the topic of the election, the president-elect. And we're still on that topic because regardless how, how far down the line it goes, we're still going to be dealing with those issues. And tonight we just, we just we want to know your thoughts and your views on and how did you respond when you found out that Trump was going to be the president? You can call in. You can type your type it in the threads, but just give us your thoughts, and we, we you know, we're gonna we're gonna share those thoughts. With, we're gonna share those thoughts with everybody. Shout out to we got some more poet poet members in the building, and everybody else that's tuned in. Y'all make sure y'all um hit us up because we need to, we need those thoughts. We need those comments. We want to know what's on your brain, Matt. 
Yes. Um, so, like you, like you said, Dubs, we need your comments here. We want your opinions on this. Like we said at the top of the hour, what, excuse me, um, the middle of the hour, what we're going to do is go through some of his campaign promises, and PolitiFact.com is a really great source for a lot of uncut type of politics. It's really more, this is what was said, make your own interpretations based on it. So based on their metric, which is determined by, um, as far as the ranking on what's likely to be proposed, it's number of times and ferocity during the debate of support. So that's the metric here. So according to PolitiFact, the number one policy that will be proposed by the Donald Trump administration will be the wall and making Mexico pay for it. Um, Trump announced his candidacy with a promise to build a great, great wall on our southern border, quote, and have Mexico pay for that wall, end quote, and has repeated the call with conviction and consistency. But even his supporters have expressed skepticism that the centerpiece promise will see the light of day. An actual wall will be extremely costly and remains to be seen how Trump would force Mexico to pay for it. Quote, there are some that hear this is going to be a 1,200-mile from Brownville to El Paso wall, 30-foot high, and listen, I know I can't do that, former Texas Governor Rick Perry recently said. No, Perry once denounced Trump, but has since endorsed him, end quote. So um, I'd really like to get the opinions of the team on the build, the wall, and the statements that are attached along with it. Um, I think it's BS. He ain't going to build no wall. I mean, think about it. Like, you know how much it costs just to build, it, just 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 to build like a wall on my own house, let alone a wall that stretches all of those miles, and then try and get another government to pay for it. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. I guess it's one of those things that I'll believe it when I see it. That's how I feel about that. What about you, Doug? Well, you know what? I believe honestly. I believe he's. He's, he has just enough balls to do it because, one, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's Trump. You know, that's one thing he feels. One comment that I think he made that he, he's going to stick by is, you know, it was a bad comment when he made, oh, every time the Mexicans come here, uh, that's, a, that's another rapist. That's another, you know, that comment just will never leave me, period. You know, because you can't label everybody by what's going on. But I really do think that he has every intention on making this wall. But that wall is going to cause a bigger problem because now you really, you shed in everything that's going on and, you know, it's, it's, it's a form of segregation, put it like that. You don't want this side on this side of the gate of the wall. I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I really believe he will do it. Trump want to do things that nobody else has the balls to do, regardless how we say other presidents may have been racist or may have been this. Trump want to come out. To be honest, he's not a politician, so he really don't care what his record look like when it's done. He's a businessman. His job, what he, what he knows is I have to come and I have to conquer. One of the feeds right now in, the, um, in our Facebook Live, Bernard say, um, as a bad businessman, his promise would never matter because this is a man that can't pay his bills, but he, he's done, but he's done because there's no more excitement. There's no more excitement. I agree with that. That was a point that you made on the last show. But the main point you made is he loved to, cha- he loved to challenge the game. If he, don't, if he don't build that wall, 
everybody looking and say, oh, he failed because he said he was going to build that wall to close all um, Mexicans out. So that would be a failure to him. One thing a businessman hated to be, a, be called a failure. Trump is a competitor. Building that wall is a comp. Is, that's 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 competition to him because everybody say don't do it. So him doing it, that means he wins. So he'll he'll do it, and it's going to cause everybody's going to Mexico is not going to pay for it. You know who's going to end up paying for it? We are, because Mexico is not going to pay for that. Yeah. I absolutely have to agree with you, Debs. A uh, statement released by the Mexican president um, specifically denounced the fact that he would ever pay for it. Um, and in NAFTA, if you want to get specific, there's specific legislation that says that domestic infrastructure will not be incorporated into the cost of the other two countries in relation to trade. So I don't see how they're going to be able to spin this, that it's not purely domestic infrastructure. Um, but if we're looking at that from a pure litigation standpoint. But um, I see that we got California on the line. I want to go ahead and bring them in. Uh, California, you're live on Hot Topics Tuesday. If you want to tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, great evening of peace and blessings. This is Titan. Hi, How Titan. you doing, Titan? Hi. Good to hear from you. Yes, most definitely. And I understand it as I've read it that uh, the topic of discussion is Trump. And, well, uh, things are going to happen the way they're going to happen right now. It looks like he may not even see the White House as as it is. So while he's making all these drastic and and heinous uh, decisions, they, they may not come to pass. So only time will tell how things will go. Yeah, that's absolutely true, Titan. Um, the official electoral college vote isn't until mid-December, so there is still a chance to rectify this. But um, if it does come that the electoral college follows what the initial predictions of them doing is, what do you think, um, at least on an overall standpoint, that his policies – what's what's the main change do you think that his policies will incite in this country? Um. I mean, it, it, he's uh, since he's began since his he began his campaign. It's been it's been both negative and and positive reviews depending on what side of the fence you're standing on. But if he goes through with half the stuff that he says he he's gonna go through on, then we we may we may see assassination attempt after assassination attempt, or we may see uh well let's give him a chance and see if he was just blowing smoke the, the, the last couple of years or the, la- the last year or so. So it's all going de- to come down to if his word is as good as he says it is. Absolutely. Ms. Benita? I don't see an assassination attempt. I don't see that at all. I think the people who love him are the kind of people who would do such a thing. And they're in love with him, so I don't see that. The people that he are, he are, he, ugh, excuse me, I can't talk tonight. The people that he's against, the oppressed people, have a record of not harming in that kind of way. So, you know, like uh, the, uh, the oppressed groups, when they harm, it's usually because they've been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And it's literally like the foot is on their throat. And, um, and the, the president making all kinds of weird rules and 
not signing into laws, the things that he should sign in laws to help us is not like the same as a foot on the throat. We have been a people who have for years been accused of being an apathetic, been accused of being an apathetic people. So if we are apathetic people. We're not the kind of people who are going to be assassinating the president. And the kind of people who will do that are the kind of people that are in love with him. So in response to what Titan has said, and I love you, Titan. Thanks for calling in. Um, that's, about the, that's about the only thing that Titan said where I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Well, the other thing is, I'm surprised here because you know Titan. I don't watch the news. I already said that. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know that they was actually questioning the Electoral College. I, I thought that it was kind of funny because my my actual theory is that the only people who can become president are those people who are related to the other presidents. And so I just knew for sure Clinton was going to win, not because she earned the right or deserved to be president or is all that good. I just thought for sure she was going to be president because she's related to all the other presidents except for with the one exception of Van Buren. They've all been related to each other. So I've always been calling it the silent royalty, the silent U.S. royalty. So... When Trump got elected, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess this whole electoral college thing that they invented to make sure that them and their family always get elected, ah, it's a slap in their face now. But so now that that's not working, they're going to rearrange that. They're going to change that around to make sure that their family member does get in office. So it's a big joke. That's how I look at it. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> what you say, Matt? Well, Tight, you have something to say to what I'm saying? Like, what would tight, you you feel like I'm I'm being like kind of silly? No, it's not silly. It's just that history is 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 rearranging itself, kind of strange and kind of weird. Because where you said that you know they wouldn't assassinate him, well, hell, nobody thought that uh, Martin Luther King would would get assassinated or John F. Kennedy would have gotten assassinated. But and those people were about something. Trump hasn't hasn't given us word of anything that he's about except for yeah. But the big difference between King and Malcolm and Kennedy and and Trump is the COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO was not going to be upset with Trump. COINTELPRO yeah. was upset with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and and those people that they did assassinate, including Tupac, because those are the kind of people who have taken it on the mission of helping the oppressed groups. Trump is not interested in helping oppressed groups. COINTELPRO does not COINTELPRO does not hurt or harm anybody who is comfortable with perpetuating the white supremacist racist institution or system. As long as you're willing to continue to perpetuate that, then you're fine. You're not a threat to them. COINTELPRO does not even have your your phone bugs, or you ain't got no FBI file. You see what I'm saying? You know, I, right. I want to intervene on this real quick because we, we have we have um, we have viewers on that have have comments, and one of the, one of the comments seems is the best. This is the best comment and best way to describe the entire the entire situation right now. Donald Trump is the only candidate that don't need. He never needed endorsement. He could have used his own money. So this 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 it's not even political anymore. This is this is all about money and power. And he's got a lot of it. He's already had the money. You give him the presidency, now he has the power. So as far as what as far as what um Titan was saying, 
I kind of have to agree with them because money makes people turn against a lot of things. And when you say he's going to, um, you, 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 you see assassinations attempts, the reason I, you know why I agree with that, I agree with both of y'all. A lot of the people that, that will go out and do something like that just because we don't like this or let's assassinate them, they are Trump lovers. But guess what they love more than him? Money. And all it takes is some money, and, and Donald Trump's out of here. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, money rules everything. He got money to do what he needs to do, but all it takes is somebody, if you look at, if you look at, pay attention to the elections and everything was going on, you had a lot of Republicans starting to speak out. Well, hey, we don't want this guy to represent us because, yeah, he's a Republican, but he's not representing us before. He brought a lot, and he brought a lot of heat to the Republican Party. So at some point, all it takes is one person to say, hey, we need to sit down and have a meeting without Donald Trump's knowledge, and that's how it all begins. And, and then they'll find one of these, not, not, not being racist, they'll find one of these white guys or one, just one of these that don't, don't have nothing to lose and say, hey, we'll take care of you, we'll put you up, we'll give you this, but this is what we need you to do. That's the same way they do anybody else. Everything, it, when somebody's assassinated, it's not just because. It's somebody paid him to do it. And that's what, if, he's, if that's an attempt on him, that's what it'll be. Somebody will come up with some money and say, hey, we need this done, and we want you to do it. And one of them is going to come up and say, hey, I've been living in the trailer park forever, and God damn it, I have nothing to lose. Here we go. And there you go. Do you think that um, with all the money that he has, that he is going to try and make sure that he protects his life a little bit stronger than he's been trying to protect his life prior to this? Like, I'm sure the man has, like, an ADT security or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know know what? Benita, I got the best answer for that. My my background, you know, people that know me know my background. I don't care how much money you have. You can never, you can never protect yourself enough. I come from a street background, and it's all I've learned one one valuable thing. Anytime somebody gets got, it's the person that's standing right next to them in their circle that sets it up. I don't care how much money he got, somebody sitting next to him wants something he got, and he's not giving it to him. That's how it happens. It's always somebody right there in your face, somebody in your circle. So, yeah, he got a lot of money. Do he have enough to protect him like that? No. That's why would fact. he put himself, why would he even run for office? Why would he put himself in that position because knowing that it causes much man. more threat on his life than it's ever had before? He's a businessman. He's a competitor. And he loved the challenge. The challenge was a ego. Thrill for so it's ego, basically? Yeah. Ego center. Absolutely. He, has, he, has he no is an attention whore. He's an attention whore, and what 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 do rich people who who claim to have everything want? Attention. So that's that's where he is. He had everything that he he had everything he could possibly want. The money he got, his name is everywhere, but he didn't have the presidency. That's the only thing only thing that he could get because he can't become God. But the only the only thing he didn't that he never had was being president. Now he's done it. Mm-hmm. It will yeah. become so important to him that if he's not impeached, not assassinated, Donald Trump may just walk here. 
the type of character he is, if you watch him closely, Donald Trump may walk away because it's bored. What can he possibly do now? He's done He's done what everybody doubted that he would do. It's mm-hmm. no time for him anymore. Absolutely. Um, and as much as I love this topic, we gotta we got to keep moving. I see we got a lot of callers tuning in tonight. So, Titan, I appreciate you getting your time into us tonight, and I appreciate your points of view. But we got to, we got to get this moving. I see I got four other callers on the line, and we got twenty minutes to get to them. Salute to you, Titan. All right, Titan. We appreciate you calling in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You just you just heard um, your everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I see our CEO and founders in the building, Black Eyes, hanging out with us. Uh, what's your thoughts on the president-elect and what he's, what his policies have uncovered about America? Well, um, he he has no policies as of right now. You know, um, all he has is basically what he wants to do. And um, some of those things that he desired to do, uh, I, I am in favor of. And um, some of those things that he wants to do, I am not in favor of. Um, I'm one of those type of people that um, I try to look at things from an objective eye, you know. So he wants to put America first before any other country, and and uh, and I'm in favor of putting America first. You know, before we send billions of dollars to Israel and other nations, I am in favor of us investing in America. Uh, he wants to bring jobs back to America. I am in favor of those things also as well. But when he starts to talk about you know, the rhetoric of um, sending people uh, um, overseas. Uh, I am partially um, not in favor with that because if you are committing crimes in this country and you are considered to be an undocumented immigrant, then you shouldn't be here, you know, if if you're committing crimes. But I don't think that, you know, I, I don't know how you would be able to differentiate that or separate people unless he he shows us the plan on that particular um, issue either. Uh, You know, um, I know that he's going to cut a lot of programs that poor people are benefiting from. Uh, We see that in Illinois with the Republican Governor Rauner, and I know that he's not in favor of unions. So that's something I'm against also because I am a union man. So there are some pros and some cons that I have with Donald Trump. I know that he has inspired um, a whole bunch of white supremacists that come out of the woodworks, and that's due to his rhetoric and is due to his 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 uh, his personality. Uh, I believe Donald Trump is a supremacist. You know, um, whether <laughs> that would be good from for this country or not, that's going to be yet that's going uh, that that's, that's yet to be seen. Uh, I don't think it's going to be good for other nationalities other than rich white folks in this company, uh, country or either rich folks in this country. Uh, so they, I, I'm very interested as to what's going to happen within these next four years. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm open to what he is, um, what he is um, capable of doing for the good. But then um, my, my antennas are up because I am also preparing myself for a lot of people to be hurt during his administration. 
also as well. Mm-hmm. Well put, well put, my brother. For those that's tuning in on a Facebook Live, you're tuning into the three-time National Award winning POET Radio. And that speaker just now was uh, our CEO and founder, Mr. Black Ice. And just um, coincide with what you're saying, brother. You know, I, I, I got, I got to, I got to agree with a few things you said. You know, um, I, I really don't think that everything he said that we was against in the beginning. You know, when he came out like a complete idiot and just like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna wipe this. I'm gonna. I didn't agree with that. But you know, one of the things is when he everybody everybody can't afford health care. So when he starts cutting down things that 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 benefit the the less fortunate, that's when my concern comes in. Like, wait a minute, if you want to make America great again, you wouldn't take away something that is benefiting people that can't afford. Because everybody don't have money, everybody can't afford it. So to make America great again, you would find a way to make it possible for the less fortunate to have an upper hand at some point. And taking programs away, just that's just going to make all the crime going to get worse because there are situations where certain states, they're, they're saying, oh, well, there won't be any welfare. If you're pulling away welfare, what about the people that depends on that for a living, to eat, to live? You know, if you take those things away, then you're you really building up for, for a worse situation than we already have. You think the crime rate is, is high in different places? Is only begun, but you know we can. Well, only you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the state of the black community, my community, and I'm looking at the state of Inglewood. I'm looking at the state of Auburn, Gresham. I'm looking at the state of Austin and Lawndale and Roseland, um, back of the yards neighborhood, and all of these neighborhoods in Chicago. Um, Obama's been in office for eight years. The condition of these communities have not changed in the eight years that Obama has been president. The unemployment rate in the black community is still double that of the national rate. And so when Trump came out and said that, hey, African-Americans, black people, what do you have to lose? You've given these Democrats your loyal, blinded support for all of these years. What have you really gained? In Chicago, in the month of November, 77 people have gotten killed in the city of Chicago in the month of November. It hasn't even been, it's not even 77 days in the month. So we are doubling the amount of people, uh, you know, uh, versus the days. And, 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 you know, so it's a lot of things that's going on. So, you know, when, when it comes to another person being president and another party, being in office, those type of things really don't affect the condition of poor black people in my community anyway. Now, with Trump cutting programs, it could hurt things more than they already are. But the state of us as as it is right now is not better off eight years after Obama took office than it was eight years ago. You know, and I did want to chime in on the assassination um, issue that you guys were talking about. You guys spoke, you, you guys left out one thing. You spoke about money. You spoke about people putting up money to ha- have attempts and those type of things. But what you haven't 
discuss. Normally, people who have done things like that, as far as assassinations were concerned, those people were religious driven, driven by religion. So some fanatic, religious fanatic, will think that he or she is doing God a favor and could do that attempt. You know what I mean? I would think it would come from that more so than it would come from the highest bidder, a price being on his head. You know, it's... it's, You have spread my... Say it again? I said, hey, Black, this is Benito. I said, you definitely spread my wisdom tonight. You said a lot Mm -hmm. of things that just caused me to be silent. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, it's just a different and I and I agree with you wholeheartedly, especially on the his um his uh, philosophy is not all bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you got, you got to think about this. Now, I'm going to give you an example. We live in Chicago, the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. The owners of the Chicago Cubs, my beloved Chicago Cubs, the Ricketts family, are not only Republican, but they were multi-million dollar supporters of the Trump campaign. And one of the Ricketts brothers will more than likely be in the cabinet of Donald Trump. Now, does that mean that they didn't know how to run a successful baseball franchise? We won the World Series. So although I don't agree with their philosophy, and I, although I don't agree with their ideology, I do agree with their business practices that they put the correct pieces together to have a successful baseball team here in Chicago, something that hadn't been done for over 108 years. So we got to begin to um, process separating emotion from mathematical equations. How do you balance the budget in the United States of America? Simple. The way you balance a budget at home or anywhere else, you got to have more money coming in than you have going out. And as far as export and import is, is concerned, we got to have more things that are manufactured in America exporting to other places than we have things that we're importing inside the country. Simple. It's all mathematic. So, again, I am interested to see what will take place in the four years of his administration. I'm preparing uh, for the worst, but I'm hoping for the best. And I want to speak on that, uh, Black Ice. You spoke about imports and exports. And one of the things that Trump uh, harped on when you got him to actually talk about policy was he wants to make the dollar stronger. Now, from an economic Mm -hmm. standpoint, your initial reaction is, ooh, a stronger dollar. I'm going to have stronger purchasing power. Domestically, that may be good. But if you're talking about fixing the trade balance, a stronger dollar actually hurts exports because it's now more expensive for those foreign countries that we trade with to buy U.S. products. That's why we have to focus Mm -hmm. not only on making America manufacture and look at post-industrial projects that we can invest in, but we have to keep the dollar relative to the other climates, the other economic climates around the around the world, specifically the European Union, with their currency struggling, especially in the wake of the Brexit, the macroeconomics of Trump's policies are 
really have to get called into question. On a, on a micro scale, a strong dollar works, but on a macro scale, especially the way we're moving forward in globalization, it becomes very difficult to do a lot of Trump's policies, especially since they're based a lot of the time in isolationism. You're right. I agree. But, uh, brother, I, I really appreciate you calling in, but I got three other callers on the line. If you want to hang out with us, you're more than welcome to. Yes, of course. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and keep this moving. Um, I'll see you in the building, Northwest New York. We're going to go ahead and go to you, Northwest New York. If you want to tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, what's up? This is Legendary. Hey, what's up, Legendary? Hey, how you Hello. doing? Little bro, little bro. What's going on, Titan? I hear you, man. Um, shout out to Dove Tees and Brother Black Ice in the back. Now, I understand um, the whole economics feature and all of that. Um, I will say this before I get to my... The positive, the one positive is something I had to swallow. Um, Trump is exposing people's true color, so to speak. How do we know this? Last night's broadcast was evidence. I don't know if anyone already touched on it, but if I did, it needs to be reiterated. Um, of course, as Matt and sees, as you all know, you all heard it, um, when we were finished and I was finished and we had a caller come in and finally speak his true mind. Why? Because now Trump has provided a platform publicly where it's okay to do so. Um, so one positive thing, as much as it makes me want to rinse my mouth out to say, is that um, he is exposing how people here at home really feel about us, let alone abroad. Um, having said that, I understand the economic and political side of things, and that everything um, that was touched on is true. However, I am not one who can ignore the personal uh, factors. Um, here in my state, things are rough as well. And, again, coming from someone who is one of the many populations of this country that he has disrespected, uh, not to use this as a uh, crutch, but I am disabled and I do have cerebral palsy and anemia and so many other things I'm wrestling with. And do we really want someone with that kind of, even if he didn't mean it sincerely, someone who's willing to stoop that low to prove a point and thinks it's okay to stoop that low. Are we that afraid of a different outcome such as having a woman or Bernie Sanders? What are we so afraid of that we're willing to stoop that low? I mean, granted, Obama's not perfect. Of course not. No man that's run this country is. But you know what? He would never stoop so low as to think it was okay to publicly humiliate and embarrass on a global scale any individual and demand an apology from those individuals on top of that. And, again, just seeing that um, from a personal standpoint and from many friends of mine, and then, again, also what I've learned in this country is that there is now a disgusting uh, trending term called transabled, which I really don't like um, because people are wanting to get themselves harmed in some way that will purposely make them blind or some such thing like that. And Trump has provided a platform where, yes, I see all of that, 
But that's the point. We have to understand and look at ourselves as a people. Who are we as a people collectively to say, yeah, that's bad, but you know what? We'll take him anyway. Knowing all of the evidence, we see the evidence. It's not in black and white. We're not looking for it. It's right here. He's showing us. Maya Angelou said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. He is showing us who he is, and we won't believe him. We would rather give him a chance anyway. So the problem isn't him. It's who are we as a people? How far have we fallen morally as a people that we will allow someone with practically no virtues or someone who is willing to stoop to the level of having no virtues to run this country? This is not a business deal that needs negotiation. We are talking about 50 states' worth of human lives and that is not to be gambled with. I am not a poker chip. My loved ones are not a poker chip. You're going to play. You're going to lead us. You better be coming correct. I like what you said at the end. because what you, and what you said at the end represents for me power and victor rather than victim. And I think when he makes those kind of statements, mm-hmm. he plays on the fact that we may turn into the go crawl under the rock and um, cry about um, and go eat worms type of atmosphere, like, oh, woe is me type of feeling. And if we um, say, oh, he's talking so bad about us, now I need to just go eat worms, I'm I'm a horrible person, I ain't no good, then we have played into his hand. Mm-hmm. And so like, like Dub C and some of our, um, and Matt and Black have said, is that he is, he's highly strategic, He's a smart businessman, and he is um, a very, you know, he's a calculated player, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's very also um, competitive. So he'll say whatever it takes to dismantle whoever he needs to dismantle to bring up whoever he needs to bring up to take on whatever help he needs to get. But that so, was my point. Who are we as a people? Even if he didn't mean it, like, again, he would be willing to stoop that low. So I'm saying the power is in the people. We have the power to put these people in their leading positions because it's on us to say, you know what, we trust you to lead us in not a perfect direction but a different direction than we've been going. So I'm saying... What's your suggestion? I don't really know what to suggest at this point because everything that can be said or suggested is such a fragile issue in such a way. I'm saying that the perspective of what this man has said and the evidence he's put out cannot be ignored just because we may agree with him on some of his economic policies. We may agree, and I do agree. Charity begins at home and spreads abroad. We have so many problems here at home that need to be worked out, and I do agree with that. Now, that I agree with 100%. We're so busy dealing with all of these other places, which are great, but we have so many of our own problems. And the U.S. has always had a problem of sticking its nose in other countries' business. I think the that reason is. why U.S. sticks its nose in so many else's business is because look at, like, have you ever watched um, Men in Black and how they open up the locker and there's these big, you know, creatures and you look inside the locker and then there's all these little, little tiny ants or whatever. And like literally the concept is this, there's this somebody who's playing with the whole entire world. And that's Mm -hmm. not just the concept, that's truth, that's fact. 
there are some somebodies that are playing with the world, and they go in the back room, and they sit around the table, and they're saying basically, okay, you, you right there, we need you to be our superpower as far as military. You, you over there, we need you to be our superpower as far as brains. You, you over there, we need you to be our athletic superpower, and so on and so on and so on. The U.S. is the world's military power. The whole entire world, that's the reason why our nose is in everybody else's business, because when they're sitting around the table coming up with these ideas and strategies and stuff, they, okay, so um, go get your guns, bring your big guns. And when they're making those statements, they're talking about us. They're talking about our military. They're talking about our weapons of destruction. So, yes, we do have our nose in other people's business. Well, by that, I don't mean And we're mean all these little pawns. We're all this, you know, they call them the goim. We're all this just cattle to them. They don't care about any of us. That's true. And I didn't mean that in terms of we're not in part of the strategy. When I said our noses and others, uh, for example, during the Bush administration, it was honestly not necessary to go over there. Over no, over it way. wasn't. You're absolutely that's 100% right. right. No, saying. it wasn't. But the reason why we were there is because we're there. We're there. Um, we're their Ren 10 soldiers. We're their G.I. Joes. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think I see. Now we have to be involved. No, we don't have to be. I think if more, say if our whole entire population, all 250 million of us or whatever the number is now, because I'm, you know, I I have a more spiritual, different outlook on life. You know, I don't watch Fox News. So whatever the actual number is, somebody can help me with that. But whatever, if all of us, had a mindset and a thought process similar to yours as far as I'm going to be a victor, I'm not going to be a victim, and standing up and saying, oh, you ain't going to get me today. I'm not going to be your slave today. If our people would just wake up, and when I say our people, I'm talking about the whole entire country. If we would wake up and say, no, we are not going to be your rent soldiers. No, we are not going to. But the problem is we're all slaves. And part of the reason why we all slaves is because we're in debt, we um, have to go to work. We tire when we get home. Like right before I did this radio show, I was—I just walked in the house because I'm going to work and moving around and doing other things that need to be done. So we don't but have time that we should have to say, nope, you know what, I'm not going to be your soldier. I'm not going to be your flunky. not going to be your slave. You know, but the difference between this slavery and the slavery of our ancestors' past, the past, we didn't have a choice. This time we had better options to exercise, and we still don't. We have a part to play in our modern-day slavery. It's there not you go. our fault, but we're not coming up with solutions now. Absolutely. We're not completely Use your innocent. mind. Use your mind. And this is the information age. It's so much easier. There's hardly any excuse anymore to not learn or know things. But that's what I'm saying. This time it's not all on. Okay, there's these politicians. I'm saying, again, the fault is also us. Who are we as a people when we have the power to collectively give these people their authority? What conscious level are we operating on that we say, never mind the fact that he's not morally good for us or that he doesn't really mean any true harm. He's just saying whatever he has to say to butter us up to get in there because like C has touched on, He's only doing it to say that he did it. He's been jerking the idea of running for president for years now. He's never taken it seriously. And even when he won it, I doubt that he even really wanted to. He's just been jerking it around just to say he did it. This man is about to go insane because there's nothing else to conquer because he's conquered it all. And so I'm saying, who are, 
It's on us as a people. We had a part to play in it this time, is all I'm saying. Who are we that we didn't come together and say, despite the fact that he showed us he doesn't care about what we hold dear and how we want to live our lives in this country, he still got in. We've forsaken that on our own selves. They didn't do it to us this time. They had help, and the help was from us. I agree with you, man. Brother, it was nice. It was nice having you call in, brother. You know, we enjoyed those points and everything. One thing you did say that um, I really have to chime in with because I actually said the same thing over my my Facebook page throughout these um this whole entire election thing. A lot of the people that was on my page, one thing Donald Trump did, one favor he done for me, actually brought all of the races to the top, to the to the mm-hmm. forefront. A lot of the, my Facebook friends that, you know, what I used to be on my page, because there's no on there, a lot of the people that was on my page started, they forgot and just started making comments. You know, he made it okay for it, for it to come out. So they mm-hmm. came out as they came out. I picked them off and deleted them. You know, I, I, I let them know how I felt, and then I deleted them. But I, that's the only thing I can basically write at this point. I could thank him for that because, when he, he like you said, he gave – them a platform and made it okay for certain things to be said and glorified. So I can thank him for that. You know, he showed me who a lot of the people that I had surrounded myself with, he showed me who they really were. You know, I had doubts because of certain actions, but he just, you know, helped, helped, helped show it out like that. But we have to show them that we don't care how many platforms you give to say it's okay, it's still not going to be okay. And that's why they're no longer on that page. <laughs> Well, everybody that's tuning in right here on the Facebook Live, you're tuning in to the three-time National Award-winning PUET Radio with myself, Dub C's, um, Benita Offset, and Matt Spazia. We are here with Hot Topic Tuesday. Matt Spazia, you still there? What's going on, brother? What's, what, what you need to say? Um, I just I got to thank uh, Legendary for calling in tonight. We appreciate your opinion. And um, before I let you go, I want to talk to you about um, the fact that people are standing up for you saw the New York mayor stand up against you. You've seen numerous uh, senatorial members on both sides of the aisle stand out and say that bigotry will not be accepted. So I think that a lot of people do agree with you, but we do have to be able to at least somewhat work together on policy. We can't afford in this country another eight years of gridlock. And as long as the bigotry and racist and overt religious policies do not come to pass, we need to at least at least grant him the ability to do some kind of economic policy as long as those factors that I just said are not a part of it. Some kind of compromise has to be made. Um, that's the system that we work in, and if we have another four years of gridlock, then we're not going to get anything accomplished. And remember that it's the legislation branch that really dictates what kind of laws and policy go into the American populace. So write your senators, write your congressmen, write your local legislation, and tell them that you're not going to stand for overt racism, bigotry, and religious discrimination. But again, legendary, we very much so appreciate you calling in and uh, continue to hang out on the line with us. Absolutely. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard from Legendary from Northwest New York. Uh, we're going to go ahead and keep this moving. West Washington, I see you in the building. Want to tell us who you are and where you're calling from? 
West Washington, if you heard, you are unmuted, that's you. Well, West Washington might just be hanging out with us tonight. We'll try to get back to you. Um, Illinois, I see an Illinois caller in the building. Illinois, you're live on POET Radio, if you want to tell us who this is and where you're calling from. Is everybody in Well, they might have their phone on mute, too. Um, but let's swing it up to, um, I see, an outreach ministry on the line. You're live on PWT Radio. Great. Yeah, this is Tehran Khalil Israel of Zion Urban Outreach Ministries. I've been tuning in to you guys. I'd like to send a shout-out to Black Ice. A uh, good friend of mine. Um, I'm listening to you guys' comments, and I hear a lot of you guys' points. And just some things I just want to get off my chest. One, I want to educate people to understand that the United States of America, for one, is not a country. It's a corporation. Yeah. Now, I do not like or agree with anything that Trump is talking about. But I do believe he was the best thing that happened to America. And let me explain to you the reason why. Because of him running for president and becoming president of this country, it's going to force our people to come together. Um, It's so much I want to say, but knowing that this is a corporation, they needed to put a man in office that can run a corporation. A lot of us really don't understand what's going on behind the scenes. All right, the whole thing with Syria, ISIS, Russia. Well, one, Trump did not win the popular vote, okay? He won by electoral vote. They had to put him in office because if they didn't put him in office, as soon as we voted Hillary Clinton in, we were going to war with Russia. The Russian president got on national CNN, uh, Fox News, and got on national television and declared war against America if we voted Hillary Clinton in office. And we had a choice to make. Well, they had a choice to make because, to be honest with you, we have no vote. If you really think that your vote means something, people, you're asleep. Everybody is saying Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. When it's all said and done, only thing you're doing is picking your slave master. You're choosing what devil you're going to have control you. Most of us are slaves. And I'm not just talking about a white and black thing. Even these sleep Caucasians. Everyone in the United States, if you know it or not, your Social Security card and your birth certificate is on the stock exchange as property. America has been broke for a long time. You know what keeps America above water? It's because we run the oil. We run the world's resources. And a lot of these major countries, like Russia and China, 
which well, they have this thing called BRIC. It's an, it's an economy that's trying to fight against uh, the central bank. BRIC stands for Brazil, Russia, Iran, China, and Korea. And this whole ISIS thing, people understand, those, those are not even Muslims. ISIS actually stands for Israeli Secret Intelligence Service. Those are United States and Israeli soldiers massing around as Arabs, as Muslims. It's all propaganda. I wish my people would understand the difference between reality and propaganda. Everything that we're fed is BS. We have to take off the blinders. What's going on has been going on for a very long time. We do not pick our president. The presidents are chosen by the elite. What we need to do as a people is start preparing ourselves for independence. If right now, if the American economy fails and there's no value on that paper dollar, because there's no value in paper, how are you going to survive? A lot of our people, especially our youth, are uneducated. And the majority of us are full dependents. How do we gain our independence as a people over here in America? These are the real questions that we need to be asking right now. Because Obama, Hillary, either way it goes, whoever, whoever would have won the election, at the end of the at the end of the day, we're all screwed. Democrat, Republican, it don't make a difference. You say uh, right into our congressmen. Why? They all on the same team. We need to gain control of our resources right here. We as a people need to gain control of ourselves and our economy. We need to stop putting ourselves in debt and gain independence. Break away from slave mentality. Become entrepreneurs. Figure out a way to invest your money that's going to bring a return that will not collapse when this economy collapses. How many of us actually spending twenty to a hundred dollars a paycheck on gold and silver coins for when this paper dollar no longer have value? People, we have to wake up. We've been we have been fed a facade. Propaganda. None of this stuff is real. And I just needed to get that off. You know, I, I didn't mean to uh, carry on like that, but, you know. Oh, we appreciate You know what, brother? We appreciate We appreciate the call. You know, it, hey, that's what Hot Topic is for. You call in, you share your thoughts, and get it off your chest, and that's just what you did. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm listening, and 
we got to get out this brainwash, you know. And you know, we say that Trump brought out the racism. It's, it's been here. Let me, let me just give you a quick example. The reason why racism been here, it hasn't went anywhere, because black people are in the same predicament they've been in for the past forty years since the civil rights movement. Actually, a little bit worse. Oh, and, and, and by the way, let me see. For the past, what, six, seven years, every other week in every major city in the United States, an unarmed black man is being killed by the hands of a police officer. And it's justified. Come on, people, we got to wake up. Yeah, brother, I, I got I got to believe in you, brother, um, and I got to believe what you're saying there, because especially on your paper money point, we've operated under a policy of what's called fiat currency. It's from the Latin for let it be, and it's from um, it's it's a governmental policy. Um, back when we went off the gold standard, we briefly were on a silver standard, and we went off of that very quickly just because silver doesn't have the intrinsic value. But the moment yeah, we we're on we're on an oil standard right now, we're exactly. all bags. Um, we went to war. These whole, all these wars were bogus wars. None of these wars that we're fighting right now is righteous. The whole exactly. 9-11 thing, the whole, understand this here, right? Ex-military, ex-marine, even though I didn't get an honorable discharge, but understand my, my MOS was demolition. If you look at the Twin Towers, that was a professional demolition job. Right, exactly. The, the physics will never care about whether you believe it was an inside attack or not. It absolutely was. The physics doesn't lie to you. Um, exactly. And, and brother, we really appreciate you calling us tonight. And we want you to call back. Um, we're on every other week at 8.30 Central Standard Time, and you seem like the kind of person that we need calling in on this show. So, brother, we appreciate you calling in. Um, I'm going to check back in with a couple other callers, but we are over our time right now. So um, we really appreciate your opinion, and you have brought some very excellent and credible points. Exactly. All right, brother, but you have a blessed evening. We appreciate him joining in on POET Radio. Um, we're going to give West Washington one more chance, and we'll do our uh, closing statement. West Washington, you're live on POET Radio. Hi there. Thank you for, uh, I think earlier I had stepped out of the room when um, you called on me. But, uh, yes, I'd like to concur with the last speaker. I believe that the United States, it is run as a corporation. And if you look at it, Donald Trump is all businessman, and he's the closer. We're probably, in reality, we're sold out to China, to Russia. Anyone who we owe debt to has a part of this nation. We do not own our own bridges that we cross or any, any toll bridges. All the tolls goes to China because we owe them so much money. All the waterfronts, those are like Japan's or somebody, you know, on the coastal waters, uh, the coastal states, you know, we're, we don't own any of that. The United States doesn't own it, you know. And so I look at Donald Trump, the way his activities are going now, there's, it's impossible to not commingle the funds of his business with the United States government, there's just no way. And this is a guy who always, the way that he started his businesses was through government grants. 
you know, and so basically he always he built all of his businesses up on government grants. And he was smart enough to continuously file for bankruptcy so that it would clear up his credit. Each year he'd be able to get in debt again and over and over to the point of where he has to lease the letter T. That's all he owns. It's not that he owns any of the hotels. He leases out the T on the building is how he makes his money. He doesn't have any money. This guy, I don't know how we, knowing business in this country, would allow a person who is personally bankrupt to even get into the White House. Even to do it by the numbers, it doesn't make sense. If he was so brilliant at business, he would have never filed bankruptcy. How about getting us a president in the White House who never files for bankruptcy because he actually pays his bills. He pays his debts. The Bible says if you owe a man, pay him. You know, if you, you know you made the bill, pay it. Now all the Americans are going to begin to act like their leadership. They're not going to want to pay their bills because, hey, Donald Trump didn't do it. You're going to have more people filing for bankruptcy than ever before. It's going to create chaos for the tax system for this country. So we've created a problem for ourselves. Whoever the so-called elite is who voted him in, they're the ones who voted it in, him in. It's not even a God thing that God allowed him in. No, you, <laughs> God's probably looking down at no, y'all put him in there. That is, you know, but we always want to turn to God. Then we perform and stand up and act as one nation under God, but we do everything morally the opposite of God. So that, to me, is confusing. It confuses a whole generation of people. You know, the color thing is just so irate because there are fewer Caucasians on the planet than ever before in history, and especially American ones. So they lose a race war. There's there's triple now the number of mixed-race children than there ever were before in history. So that would be a very fine line when almost every family in this country has mixed kids in it. You know, someone's mixed, you know. And so it just doesn't make sense, a race war. I think that the media propagandizes it. They broadcast it like that. But in reality, that's really not what's going on. You know, we're all in the same boat. It takes food, air, water for each and every, all 8 billion people on the planet. And that's never going to change. What needs to change is how we delegate those natural resources. That's all we really have. We just have the love of God and this earth. Mm. And that's okay. it. All right. So, right. <laughs> but all this Thank you. In. For those that's tuning in on Facebook Live, you have two. You have been tuning in to the three-time award-winning national PO, national award-winning POET Radio, and tonight's topic, you know, is, is has been a very touchy. It's a t- very touchy situation, but I've actually been learning a few things myself, you know, and we've had some interesting calls come in. So, you know, we have we have one caller. I mean, well, one Facebook viewer. Um, you know, he had he had a good point. He said that. 
the United States is a republic corporation with de- democratic systems. So that that coincides with what the um, the other brother was um, speaking on. You know, the brother that came on a little, little minute ago. You you made you gave me a lot of things to think about. And trust me, I'm going to go and I'm going to research that because you hit you you had a lot of information that I was already kind of skeptical of. So, so you kind of, you kind of, you pique my interest, and when something piqued my interest, I do my homework. But sister, so the lady who was just talking, man, you know, um, I really do appreciate those comments and everything. You know, that's something to actually think about as well. So we do appreciate the callers for calling in, Matt Benita. Yeah, um, I, I really got to talk about other lives calling. She spoke about the, the moral implications of this, and again, it's. It is up to us because we do have the constitutional right to overthrow a tyrannical government. So if we need to take a moral stance on racism and bigotry, let's not let's not act like we didn't as Americans. As Americans here, we like to you know brush over the fact that we decimate. Actually, we more than decimated. We octimated, to be honest, because it was one in eight on initial contact. Um, an entire population of people, nations, were destroyed mm-hmm. to build ours. So racism and superiority has always been here, but the steps that we thought we were making, I think, is what we're trying to talk about when Trump mm-hmm. has uncovered mm-hmm. racism. It's the steps that we thought were being made that, mm-hmm. you know, 55 million people said we weren't making them. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Miss Benita? Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, um our callers, highly mm. intelligent audience, I appreciate you. Those are not my first time hearing those statements. I completely understand and agree and accept what you're saying. And I'm so glad that we have some other callers who've been saying what I've been trying to say or but what I've been thinking but are so much more better at articulating those feelings and um, facts than I am. So thank you very much. I um, don't have uh, much other to say to that because I feel like mostly everything has been said um, that needs to be said tonight. And uh, and so I, I, I'm very thankful that we have people listening in and calling in and sharing um, these other viewpoints and like the brother said, you know, the folk need to wake up. Um, previous caller, she spoke about uh, the 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 issue that even Black brought up is, you know, when you think about it from a spiritual perspective, you know, with Trump uh, and his business savviness. Maybe I should, instead of continuously calling him a smart businessman, maybe I should start just calling him a very savvy, very um, slick businessman. You know, he's been able to, and I think maybe the reason why I was using the word smart before is because I think it's smart to manipulate the system. The system put those rules in place to allow him to be the type of businessman that he is. And so if the rest of us in this country start start uh, utilizing those, you know, manipulating those rules in a similar way. Hey, you know, um, I feel like 
if you can pay it back, pay it back. If you can't, you can't. Why should we all sit here and struggle and literally die and leave debt to our children? And you have this man making all this money who's been, you know, just (laughs) utilizing the system and manipulating it and making it work for him and then leaving monies and monies and monies to his children. So it's like, why do we have to continue being a slave as in, Our caller said even prior to that, you know, I think we absolutely, the end result of everything that we learned today is wake the F up. (laughs) All right. All right. Matt, Matt, you have anything else to say before I close out for the Facebook fan? Yeah, to the people who have called in tonight, listening from whichever platform you are and to the Facebook Live community. We very much so appreciate you joining us. It's you that make this possible. It is a team effort. And without y'all calling in, we're just yelling into the phones. And we appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate the intelligent conversations. We appreciate the fact that we were able to focus on policy. We were able to focus on specific topics. And we did not throw hate around. We threw intelligence tonight, and that's something that I really appreciated in the show. And it's something that our political climate, our personal climate, and our sociological climate can really benefit from. Let's stop throwing around. Let's stop attacking the person, and let's start debating the topics. And that's right. my closing statement this evening. All right. For everybody that's tuning in on Facebook Live, we really do appreciate you. Um, one of the viewers, I, I have to, I have to read his comment because I, I find, I think this is a good point. He says that business laws have loopholes which can be manipulated, and bankruptcy is to protect big corporations. And I, I truly agree with that. You know, before a big company, you know, bankruptcy, you can come back from before they lose everything they have. They're, they're rather going to bankruptcy. And they, there's all there's so many loopholes with these business laws. So that's one of the that's one of the ways that Donald Trump gets over. He play games with all. He find a loop. He, he pay people to find loopholes, and that's how he gets. That's how he get away with so many different. I do agree with that. So everybody that's tuning in tonight on Facebook Live, you have been tuned into the three time National Award winner PWC Radio. Myself, Doug C, Matt Spage, along with Benita Offset. And this has been Hot Topic Tuesday, and we will be back um, not next week, but the following week. So make sure you stay tuned, get the topic ready, anything you want to talk about. You can contact us with different topics if you want to discuss certain things, and we'll we'll go in on that. So on those notes, you guys have a safe day, a safe night, rather, a blessed day. And in the words of um, our late misconception, peace and blessings. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.